Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining. Uh, I'm going to drop off for one second and then I'll be back real soon. Do, do you want? Um, here we go. Yeah, I can. I can. I can run through the rigmarole. Well, welcome, everybody. Thanks for being with us here today on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. Um, we are streaming live here on YouTube. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you being here, being active in the chat and all that. Um, however, we do have two strikes on YouTube. So our main platform is brand new tube. Um, we're also on all the, all, all the alt platforms as well as the podcast platforms. Um, so thanks again for tuning in. Hopefully Asher's got his technology figured out now and I don't have to talk anymore. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're good now. So, uh, Yes, dealing with dealing with slow internet on my end, uh, as is usual out here in the country. Um, but we will we will um, make it through. So don't worry about that. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hey Brian. Hey, can you see my eyes open? Grand rising brothers, sisters, and brothers. Yes, happy to happy Thursday. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we got a great episode for you today. Another good one. Whoops, I misspelled Newsom's name. Oh, well. Well, yes. So today we're going to be talking about Newsom and his mandate. So uh, Gavin Newsom, the uh, gov governor of California, faced a recall election recently or yesterday or, you know, Tuesday, I think the, the final vote or the votes were counted and uh, he won over the the white supremacist black the black white supremacist Larry Elder and you know try to make sense of that um, making sense of anything that comes out of the left these days is uh, pretty difficult but that's what they're labeling him as and um, so yeah we, <laughs> we'll roll with that make fun of it and um, talk about Newsom and how he feels like he has a mandate. And so we're gonna go over an article of sort of his reaction to his winning and what that means for the poor citizens of California. Um, and let's see, hang on one second. Uh, and yeah, so go over some other interesting stories in the news and tie it into bigger picture and what's going on, what we're gonna do about it and how we can, grow, survive, and thrive together. So uh, before we get into that, let's just take a moment to focus our energies and intentions like I like to do before every show on the community that we're trying to build on uh, strengthening ourselves and each other and building the world that we want to see. Um, it's going to take a lot of a lot of like-minded people and a lot of hard work, but I think that uh, when we come to the end of this or when we make it through, uh, I think we're going to be in a much better place. And it's because, uh, you know, we're all going to do this together uh, through communities like this and many others. And it's going to be a great time. And I like to say nobody's having more fun than us. Shout out to the big bear. And uh, we are we are continuing that motto in our lives as well. So thank you for doing that. And let's jump into the topic so let me let me close this out whoops and share my screen whoops 
There we go. So Newsom to National Democrats. Don't be timid on COVID-19 response. So uh, apparently he won a uh, pretty substantial victory. So we covered this on our show. What was it yesterday or? Yeah, I think it was yesterday on how, um, you know, he, he won by a pretty, pretty wide margin. And, you know, let, let's not get into whether the vote was rigged or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen any evidence, but I have also haven't looked. Uh, I'm sure just about every election has some shenanigans going on in some form or another. But uh, let's just take it at face value and say, like, yeah, OK, so 60 plus percent of Californians vote voted to keep this guy in. So what does that mean? Uh, he says that the, his party needs to lean in on COVID-19 prevention, despite hardline opposition. So let's go with, let's see what he means by that. Um, so what I'm saying here is the affirmative. Newsom said he would tell national Democrats, don't be timid, lean in, because at the end of the day, it's not just about formal authority of setting the tone and tenor on masks, on these, you know, those things that go into your arms and masks, but it's the moral authority that we have, that we're on the right side of history and we're doing the right thing to save people's lives. So I wonder when in history, if, if someone can remind me, maybe in the chat or the comments or anything like that, is there a time in history when one side of or one group of people was working tirelessly to force or mandate something on another group of people or face or face sort of expulsion from society has there ever been a time in history and maybe you know maybe you know i'm, I'm not i'm no historian but has there ever been a time in history when that side the side that was imposing their will kicking the other people out of society you know, essentially mandating things that a, a very large group of people did not want. Has there ever been a an event or a time in history when that side was then remembered as like, oh, that was the good side. That was the right side. I'm glad I, I'm glad that side, you know, they're saying that they're on the right side of history. Well, has there ever been another example of that side, the side that's forcing, mandating, requiring shutting businesses down you know <laughs> mandating well, these mean, types of things on another side like seriously well yeah i mean i mean i mean yeah they think all those people are on the right side of history <laughs> it's, right. it's Ch chairman mao is on the right side of history right. as far as they're they're concerned <laughs> yeah so yeah right you have you have you know project uh, veritas exposing teachers in the california uh school system you know, praising Chairman Mao, praising these uh, communist dictatorships that end up killing millions, if not tens of millions of people. And yeah, they believe that they are they are on the right side of history. But it's like, you know, it's communistic, murderous, right. you know, life destroying. <laughs> we, we have to define do we mean right side of history as in good for humans or bad for humans? <laughs> like, so like, yeah, like Gavin, Gavin, Gavin didn't, didn't define that in his quote. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, if you, if you're, if you're going for less people, then sure. You know, that was the right side of history. Yes. <laughs> right. But it's like, 
you know, this is this is the level of disconnect or, you know, disconnect to reality or just, you know, this is the level that we're dealing with. So it's like, you know, a, a lot of people don't like to, you know, it, you know, we've sort of got away from God, religion and all that stuff. And there's some good reasons for the, you know, for that, like, you know, the, the Christian church is, you know, basically a mess in, in the U S uh, you know, like something like 65% of Christian men are addicted to porn. And it's like, there's, that's not Christianity. It's, you know, it's like, that is a very cucked and uh, watered down. And I would argue feminized version of Christianity that, of what's going on in the church these days. And so like, we've lost that connection, lost that. And in that we've sort of lost that, uh, that recognition of the pure evil that's out there, I think. And, and it, it's, it's, it's important to, re- to see how evil that could be, because like, that's what we're going to be facing. You know, if, if Gavin Newsom had his way, like what type of what types of measures and, and dictates and mandates and you know control over your lives would they have if Gavin Newsom and people like him got his way? Yeah, totally. And and it's so it's it's like you know it's a good time to recognize the fight if you're out there in California. Um, you know, it's also it's also a good time to recognize that news events are just that. You know, they're just sort of plot twists in the movie that we kind of already know the ending to. And um, and, um, you know, that they're like they're going to pretend like they have this mandate from the people now. Right. And there'll be a renewed push for all this stuff that they're trying to push. But in reality, they don't have that at all. And that's just that's just the new storyline. Like that's just the new narrative that's going to be pushed is that they have this mandate. So now they can do all this stuff that they've wanted to do. Um, but but in reality, like that's not where the planet's at at all. That's not where people are at at all. Um, and so I think ultimately, you know, this falls on its face and it's just sort of another machination again of, of sort of the plot and the twists and turns and the storyline. You know, we had several of them here in Ecuador in the last you know month or two of you know, things are going to be mandatory and then they're not, and then they are, and then they're not. And, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it, I think is, I think the lesson of a lot of it is again, just standing in sovereignty and staying, um, staying balanced, staying, you know, staying flat, not getting too high and too low through, you know, through the storyline as it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. He says, uh, Democrats need to stiffen our spines and lean into keeping people safe and healthy. And again, what that means, it doesn't mean go out and eat right and exercise and, and take care of your health and, you know, get some vitamin D and, um, you know, ground yourself on the earth and protect yourself from EMF radiation and all that stuff. It's no take a jab, an experimental uh, jab with who knows, literally who knows what in it, you know, they won't tell you, they won't tell you what's in it. And um, it's, you know, very early stages of testing and, you know, but they want to make it mandatory and they, they think that they are virtuous for doing this. Nah. Um, yeah. You, you know, you, sorry, did, were you done? Yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah. And it's like, you, you know, you make yeah. that, you make that point a lot about how that's it's only about the jab and it's, you know, it's an important point. Like it's an important point for people to remember because 
partly because it just points out the absurdity of the paradigm, right? Um, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting, again, sort of going back to yesterday's conversation as well, um, where, but, no, where, um, where uh, you know, we're going back to yesterday's conversation as well, um, as far as like just how little they're hiding stuff anymore. And, you know, he literally says in this article, he's like masks and vaccines. He's like, you know, we have to, we have to, whatever he said, you know, we have to be less timid or whatever, whatever, you know, we got to really push here on masks and vaccines as if, I mean, it's like a cult, right? It's like some sort of, like, if there, if there wasn't this dark agenda behind it that we all know there is, and we were just looking at it objectively, not knowing that it would be a very strange phenomenon to see how hard these people are pushing yeah, these two yeah, solutions yeah. everywhere in the world. <laughs> um, you know, and, and to your point again, you know, without any consideration of anything else, of any other part of the equation. Um, I mean, the amount of, you know, the amount of uh, financial and mental health you know, the toll of financial and mental health toll on humans around the world through this whole thing has been through the roof. And if there was any, if there was any sort of, um, uh, you know, actual government institutions who are doing things like monitoring, you know, various uh, health levels in society of, you know, different things like that would be a crisis. You know, that would be something that would be on your television 24 hours a day, how we have, you know, we're having this mental health crisis and the kids are having, you know, their own mental health crisis because all that stuff and the economic crisis. And, and, and these would be the things we would be, you know, we would be talking about. Yeah. And, and even, you know, they, they've tried to do this in the past. And, you know, I think, you know, in the swine flu, they, they rolled out some of these for that. And, you know, some people died and then they pulled it. And, you know, it's like, you look at the VIRS database with the reported deaths from this, um, you know, and the VIRS database, in my opinion, doesn't even cover, you know, it, it covers a small proportion of the total injuries from these things uh, because people are conditioned to think, oh, well, that's just, <laughs> that's just it working. You know, <laughs> you can't feel the, that side of your body. And, but, but that's it working. And so like, you know, we're, we're conditioned to say that the doctors are conditioned to say, Oh no, it's, it's safe and effective. And so, you know, uh, and so, but in the past, they've pulled these things when these types of reactions have happened. And this time they're not doing that. They're just doubling down and going even harder. And now there's, you know, approval of, you know, FDA approval. And that has, um, I know there's some shenanigans going on with the approval and I haven't really, uh, you know, read into that too much. Um, but yeah, it's like all in, this is the solution, the only solution and that's it. And so, you know, um, but let's, unless you have anything else, I have another article. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. I, I just, yeah, I just keep, you know, I just keep looking at these things as just, I, I don't know, man. The characters like Gavin Newsom, like they're just sad. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, it it does have to be pushed back against because it is a serious um, push, right? It's a there's a serious agenda. Like there's a a force of energy that's organized and coordinated and pushing their agenda forward. So it does have to be pushed back against in that sense, right? Of like 
exposing it or pointing it out or walking away from it or ignoring it or pushing back against it. Um, but beyond that, it's, it's comical that these people think that they can actually implement this level of control over humans on the planet. And it's comical that just how transparent the whole thing is. And again, I think, I think as you know, I, I always harp on this, but I just think it shows their desperation over and over again. We're just seeing, we're seeing their level of desperation here on, on full display. Yep, absolutely. And so let's take a look at something else. Uh, so OSHA, the Occupational Health and Safety Administration, likely to struggle to enforce the Biden mandate. So uh, likely uh, and may have to rely on publicly shaming com companies, a, a tactic popularized during the Obama era. So, you know, if you go back to our previous episode about, you know, masculine versus feminine tyranny, you know, publicly shaming someone or a company or something to comply with your dictates is a, I would argue, a very feminine way of going about things. You know, that doesn't mean that only women are doing it, you know, because I would argue that men are feminized in our modern society. And so, you know, it's just the feminine energy is the energy that is, you know, thinking about this and, and it's just a feminine thing to do. Um, so to publicly shame companies who don't uh, comply. So Biden called on OSHA last week to develop an emergency temporary standard that would require employees at companies with 100 or more workers to be jabbed or be tested once a week. Employers could face fines up to 14000 per violation. The mandate affects somewhere between 80 million and 100 million workers. And just because of the large numbers of employers, that would make Enforcement a bit tricky, said Ian Carlton Schaefer, chairman of New York Employment and Labor Law at the law firm of Loeb and Loeb. So, um, so yeah, publicly shaming. That's uh, you know, it's it's an it's another sort of tool in their toolbox of persuasion. Uh, so we've talked about uh, different ways that they're. Uh, going about their persuasion, because a lot of this is, you know, it's persuasion. And so, you know, Gavin Newsom is using persuasion tactics to say that, oh, now we have a mandate. I've won the election in an overwhelming majority. And now there's a mandate to, to do this. And so this is what people want. And so this is what uh, Democrats should do all over the country. That's a persuasion technique. They're trying to do whatever they can to persuade people. And um, this other article, before we get on to OSHA, um, you know, here's just another example of the different ways that they're using to persuade people. So a California father described his regret after his unveed pregnant wife was ventilated and the newborn baby died. So like, you know, this is, you know, a horrible tragedy if, if it's true. And you know, we certainly don't want to see anything like this happen, but I don't think it was because she wasn't, she didn't take the jab. And, um, you know, so you just have the law, law of large numbers. There's going to be people who are unveed who get sick and die. I mean, you know, if, if a hundred million people or whatever the number is, haven't been beat yet, then some of them are going to get sick and die. Like that's just, you know, hundred million people, it's bound to happen. 
And so, um, you know, it's just another anecdotal persuasion technique that they use when, uh, when they claim that they, people should be paying attention to the science. So an anecdotal story is not science. It's an anecdote. Science would be, you know, facts, data, statistics, uh, controls, studies, that kind of stuff. And none of this is going on in their persuasion game. Right. Like, you know, like a simple question to ask yourself, and it goes back to the point you were making about, you know, which side of history, uh, historically, you know, people who are pushing these sorts of agendas, are they on the right side of history or not? And, you know, uh, one thing just to ask yourself, like, you know, are these the tactics of benevolent or malevolent, malevolent people, right? Like, are these the tactics of tyrants or, or not? Um, you know, because if you're in, and this is why for me, the, for me, like the, the sort of end all be all, and, and that's putting it too strongly, but the sort of end all be all golden bullet magic ticket, you know, sort of deal here is, 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 you know, voluntarism or anarchy or just non-coercion or you know, voluntary exchange, but just living, living life in a voluntary way and not having coercion. And, um, you know, if you, if you think about it, right, when you, let's say, you know, you want to go to a baseball game with a friend, right. And you, you, you call your friend and you're, you know, you're in a sort of normal open heart space way and you're voluntarily asking your friend, Hey, would you like to go to this baseball game with me? Everyone can feel the energy of that interaction of that exchange. It's a voluntary exchange and he can say yes or no. I don't think there's any, any question there about motives. Um, there isn't dark energy. Nobody's feeling like, what does this person want? Right. Pick, take that energy versus the energy that's being pushed at us all day, every day through the mainstream media, trying to um, use every available tactic um, and not only every available tactic, but one of those tactics just being full on bombardment always. Right. So but trying to use every available tactic to elicit a certain behavior out of us, including threats, like including, you know, if you don't do what we say you're not going to be able to provide for yourself and your family. If you don't do what you say, you're an evil, horrible person who deserves to be an outcast and shunned. If you don't do what you, we say, we're going to take your rights. We're not going to let you travel. We're not. Does this, is this uh, going back to your point? Is this the behavior of people who care about you, who want good, have good in their heart, have positive intentions, you know, would like to see you with positive outcomes, et cetera. Or is this just the tactics of, of a tyrant, of tyrants that we've seen forever, right? They're always the same. <laughs> Trying, you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how people yeah. see it. Yeah, get people in fear. And then, and even if they, even if they believe this, like, let's say, let's say, you know, they actually right. believe that, that um, this is going on, um, you know, because as we've said or as I've said in many, uh, many episodes, there is no virus. It's never been isolated or purified, and it's never been shown to cause uh, spread from one person to the next and get them sick. It's never happened. Nowhere in the medical literature has any of that taken place about this or any other virus. So, um, but not, you know, e even, even the people who are quote unquote on our side haven't gotten there yet in terms of their knowledge about the virus and all this and that, but let's just say that they believe that it's going on 
right? So even still, if you actually believe that this is going on, like you, like to your point, like is this is this how a caring person would go about it? Like you you can't work to feed yourself and your family because you won't take a medical procedure, and it's like that is not a benevolent person. That is a very malicious person who's trying to do that. Like, you know, like what, what's your alternative there? Like, do you starve? Well, is, are you, are you, so you're saying that in order to feed my family where I might starve if I don't have this job, I have to take a medical procedure so that I can save you or, or, you know, save the V people. So So we can reach herd immunity. Right. Who, who should be protected by, by their story? Like they should be protected. Like if you, if, if this, it really is what you say it is or what you claim to believe it is, then why should it matter if I'm, you know, if I'm not, and then um, crazy Tigger says, it makes a good point. Like unveed people are who received the jab and got sick and injured within 15 days of, or 14 days of receipt are still considered unveed. So it's like, yeah, like what are, what are, what really are these quote unquote breakthrough cases? Are they actually cases of getting infected with a non-existent virus or are they a reaction to the, to the jab? You know, maybe it's that because there, there is no virus as we've explained. And so like, you know, you can't, there, there is no such thing as a breakthrough infection. They got sick. They're unhealthy. They just injected some poison into themselves. So yeah, if, if people do that, they're going to get sick. And then Brian Dixon says, I find it interesting that my company had the OSHA policy in place before the policy was announced. Sounds like collusion to me. And yeah, it's like, you know, I, I think they were, everyone was expecting the FDA to quote unquote approve it. And again, I know there was shenanigans going on with the approval and I, I don't know the exact, story behind that but but yeah you know everyone was expecting it and when it came down people were ready with their memos or emails or dictates or whatever it was you know i know a couple people who were uh contacted you know like more of like a mass communication to everyone at that school or everyone who worked at that job like okay now it's man now it's approved now you got to get it or you're fired or you're kicked out of school or you're this or you're that and so it's like, yeah, everyone knew it was coming and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, um, I don't know. There's sort of, they, they think we're so stupid, right? They, they think that we're so stupid. They're like humans, you know, they're so stupid. All you have to do is these few little tricks, which, you know, are sort of characterized by repetition and a lot of peer pressure. And, and playing on a lot of people's um, insecurities about being accepted and fitting in and sort of doing what everyone else is doing. And so they put on this, you know, this full court press with all these celebrities and thought leaders, if you will, and, you know, influencers and so forth. Right. And then the news media and the rest and all the rest of it. And then the carrot and stick stuff and all the all the threats and all the because they think that, you know, they think that we're stupid and that we'll, we'll just be pressured into doing what they want. And what I, what I think is that what, the, what I think they don't realize is that there's a level that we're in a different time than, than where we've been at previously when those sorts of tactics have worked 
better, I think, than they're working now. Um, and also, um, also, uh, what was the other point there? Um, um, ah, shoot, that was like the main, the main piece and um, it just slipped my mind, but. I have a comment to, about the, they think we're stupid. Yeah, go ahead. Is they're right. A lot of people are stupid. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are uninformed, lazy, entitled, uh, you know, don't want to take their health into their own hands. So they're looking for a, a, a saving grace from quote unquote science. And, you know, uh, it's not intelligent. So what's the opposite of that? You know, so I would say they're right to a certain extent. Not about me or, well, or yeah. you or, I mean, you know, people who are watching this or, and a lot of other people, but to a significant portion of the population, yeah, they got that right. Well, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's the playbook, right? It's worked over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, so, but so the last piece of that point I just wanted to make was I feel like, I feel like they've, they've sort of overreached and underestimated the change that's taken place here. And they're still going full bore with the old playbook, like with their tactics and it's working to whatever degree it's working, but to a large degree, people are just seeing it now. So it's just, you know, it's like, it's like they're doing their same magic show and people are looking and be like, Hey, like <laughs> they're doing a magic show. Um, and I think that's happening on a, on a pretty large scale. Um, you know, to the point where, yeah, to stay bought in at this point, you know, you have to be pretty determined. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, crazy Tigger says, yeah, another inversion of, of the meaning of unveed. So yeah, that's absolutely right. And that's, that's, that, that's going on in so many different ways, like the inversion of the meaning of words, the inversion of gender roles, the inversion of so many different things in society that, you know, it's really the devil's playbook here. You know, the, the devil doesn't create, the devil inverts, the devil, the devil destroys. And so, you know, that's, that's what we're living through now. And, you know, I think the devil is working through people like Gavin Newsom and, 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 and the rest of them to bring on this, this, uh, you know, this health which is going to, is another inversion. You know, this is not healthy. You know, putting toxic chemicals that are going to disrupt your, your endocrine system and, and your genes and all that stuff is not healthy. Like we are completely getting away from God and saying that, well, God didn't design our bodies with enough, you know, detoxification abilities to do this. So we need science to come in and save us. And that is putting science or you know in which you know they, like they're not doing science when they're doing this but but people think that we're doing science and they're putting science or technology or this as their god and then it's been a slow but methodical uh you know destruction and removal of the connection from to god from the from the population and you know it's these are these are long plans, long term plans, multi generational plans that are feels like coming to a crescendo right now, and that's what we're living to. What a time to be alive! And to me, it's like you know, as an entrepreneur, as someone who you know likes to solve problems and has that kind of way of thinking, you know, that's how I think. What an opportunity! 
And that's how I have to, that's how I frame this. Like what an opportunity to build something that we, that can, um, you know, counteract this thing, help a lot of people out, you know, do a lot of things, do a lot of good. Like now is the opportunity where you can really shine. So um, take advantage of that. Yeah. And you could, you know, you could just change the word um, science for authority, right? Yeah. Which is really, you know, it's really, it's really just getting us to accept authority, you know, mm -hmm. what, in whatever, what, you know, so if, <laughs> and it is, it's all an inversion, right? So if they tell us, you know, pink elephants dressed in miniskirts rule the world and we should all worship them, <clears throat> the, the, the goal is to get us to the point, get, get us broken psychologically to the point where we would do that if we were told to, right? It's just, it's just about authority. Um, and that's why, you know, going back to your point about God, um, you know, the, right. So, so if you, if you're putting your faith in science over God, you're putting your faith in man over God, right? Which you could argue and you could make the argument is, you know, maybe like the worst thing you could do. Right. <laughs> um, so, so you're putting your, 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 your faith in science, AKA authority, AKA man's word, you know, man's mind, the mind of man um, over God. That's an absolutely great point. And, and hence, you know, the mess we're in. Right. So, so the, you know, people not having self-authority, you know, people not having um, self-authority, you know, and the, the, I, had, I don't want to use self-autonomy. Like I really mean authority. Like, uh, and those are very similar, obviously, but um, people not um, having the strength and the inner wisdom and knowledge to be able to parse things for themselves, to analyze things for themselves, make decisions for themselves, come to their own conclusions, think things through, manage their life the way they think is right, etc. Sort of relinquishing that sovereignty and giving it over to. I agree. I think it's the devil, <laughs> um, you know, giving it over to the devil has put us in the situation where this lesson is inevitable, right? This, this, this lesson of total authoritarian um, evil is the only possible outcome when we've relinquished our, uh, our self authority and our, you know, our, our, um, our sovereignty. So, so yeah, we've handed it over to the devil. Like he's not going to do good things with it. Um, he's going to inject you with, with, it's going to inject you with poison and kill your ass. Like, you know, um, but you're going to do it to yourself. So, you know, Hey, power to him, I guess you could say, right. Cause it wasn't, you know, it's like, well, that's, it was that's, that's, those are the rules of the game. That's like, the rules of the game. That's right. He doesn't, he doesn't do it to you. You do it to yourself, whether it's, you know, rolling up your sleeve or, or voting or shaming or any of the measures that they're doing. Um, and they're really, they're really coming after you. I, I have another article, uh, you know, they're really coming after people. Um, so here we go. So this says frustrations, Pandemic frustrations zero in on unveed Americans. The growing frustration. And so, you know, it's it's another way to sort of pit the ire of the population against a certain group, right? And so it's, it's it, I've been saying for months, like they're going to squeeze and squeeze and squeeze until they feel like they've gotten what they want or we win. So th those are the two, those are the two options right now. Um, 
and I think we're going to win. But here, you know, and so, you know, I, I'm framing this in a way to say, stay, here's what's coming, stay strong. Here's what's coming, stay strong. We're going to get through this. This is, you know, it's all going to be fine. God provides. If you have to, you know, get fired from your job, get fired from your job. There's plenty of other jobs out there. Um, a lot of people are hiring. You just might not, you just might go into sort of a different life path than what you had imagined. But 70% of people hate their jobs anyway. So what are you hanging on to? All right. Um, the growing frustration with ongoing pandemic is boiling over with all eyes turned to the unveed as the key to getting through the COVID-19 crisis. As cases approach winter levels, the U.S. has been left to decide how to deal with how to deal with and treat the millions who still haven't received their shots months after they became widely available. And it's like, you know, do right. I, I think, I th you know, I think people are still like, you know, what's wrong with them? Like they, it, it's the, again, it's the two movies that we talked about yesterday. They, they don't see where we're coming from. They don't see it. They don't see it at all. And so talking logic or reason or anything like that to them, it's just not going to work. And so like, what do we have to do? Well, we have to meet other people and, and get out there and do something different and, form other communities, you know, what we're doing here. And there's many other communities forming. There's many other things happening on this side that, you know, is going to help people. Um, in response, some have resorted to mocking and joking about the unveed, you know, like, and so we do it the same, same to them, but um, an approach public health and psychology experts say is unlikely to change the minds of both hardline activists or the V hesitant. So, you know, Damn I, it. I, right. It's <laughs> not going to work. Those, those pesky hesitant people. I'm, I'm change, that's, that's it. I'm changing tactics. No right. more mocking and ridiculing. Right. Experts support stricter actions like mandates to boost the V rate and protect the public. Although Several have also encouraged patience while acknowledging the increased irritation. President Biden and others, however, have indicated that patience is wearing thin. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like when I tell my daughter, you know, like you're on thin ice, kid. Like, you know, like it's like a parent threatening you, like you know, yeah. like, I'm getting irritated over here. Like, yeah, well, these these types of articles is it's a way to frame narrative and it's a way to uh sort of signal to the public on like okay this is how you should feel this is this right. is now it's okay to now feel uh rage or frustration towards these people who are causing the pandemic to to go on and and they frame it as a way to you know because covid is still going you know the economy has to shut down and all this and that when it's it's actually the reaction to an imaginary virus that is causing the problem, not the, the the virus. It's like, yeah, people are getting sick. Well, you know, there's new 5G radiation coming through. So what do you expect? Um, and then people are living unhealthy lives, living in fear, cutting themselves off of their loved ones, sedentary lifestyle, poor diet, wearing a mask, breathing their exhaust. It's like, yeah, people are going to get sick. <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I can't help 
I can't help seeing articles like that and just say they, they have to be doing more good than harm for our side. Like, like, how do you read that and not just get immediately a little bit pissed off just from a pride standpoint of like, who the fuck are you? You're not my dad. Yeah. Like, like, who are you to tell me like you're, you know, you're feeling this and you're feeling that about about what I do in my life. There has to be like, I can't be the only one that, 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 that reads that reads. I like that song, too, by the way, um, that reads the uh, you know, that reads something like that and doesn't go like, fuck you, you know. Um, so I can't I, I just don't think it's working anymore. And I think, um, you know, again, I think I think, again, we're, we're at desperate, desperate level here of 10. I just want to uh, also reinforce your point about quitting, quitting your job, not 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 telling anyone to do that, of course, but, you know, about quitting your job and and sort of the magic that can come out of different decisions in those ways i've really seen a lot of that um you know not firsthand but friends of mine on facebook and different stuff that people have sent me as well um you know there's a there's a person i'm friends with on facebook i've followed her for you know quite some time amazing lady does doing cool stuff and she you know she's a teacher and she um she wouldn't go along with any of it and uh walked into her classroom walked into her classroom you know, no mask, uh, and just basically made, made them like remove her from the school and, and fire her basically. Yeah. Like she forced their hand, you know, yeah. she wouldn't, she wouldn't quit. She wouldn't hide. She wouldn't cower. She was at, you know, she did the whole thing and she did it really from a beautiful place. Like it was totally from a place of peace and love. Like there was no, you could tell from, a to start to finish there's no animosity she wasn't you know she was just doing the right thing just doing the right thing and as a result of that there's been i can't even say what they all are but there's been all kinds of things that have taken place as a result of those actions in the world that are positive so she's received all sorts of incredible support she's in, she's allowed other people to find their strength to do to to also you know throw a um you know a stick in the spokes or whatever to, uh, of the matrix right well, a, as far as standing up and saying you know what you're right this is wrong i'm not going to do this um and all kinds of beautiful things have happened as a result of this i've seen similar stories with healthcare workers i've seen stories with um businesses that refused to go along with things and then had massive financial windfalls as a result because People are hungry for this. We all, a lot, you know, humans have this sort of disease of like waiting for the next person to step up, even though we're all kind of thinking and wishing, you know, X would happen. And so, um, so yeah, like as you, as you just stand up and do what is right, then yes, then the magic comes in and absolutely that could include, you know, walking away from things like work at this point, um, potentially. Yeah, to your to your point about like people, humans have this condition where we're waiting for someone else to do it. Like there, there's been uh, I don't know if it's a study or something like that, but like if let's say let's say a woman is being you know accosted in an alleyway, if one per she's more likely to get help if one person and only one person sees it than if a crowd sees it. Because everyone thinks that, oh, so well, someone else will take care of it. Someone else will do it. And, you know, you know, fine. But if one person sees it, that one person is more likely to help than, uh, you know, a person. A crowd. Around. So it's just it's just like a funny thing about the human condition. It's like that's that's what we're programmed to do. Um, 
Right. So Terry. if they can, good, good. Oh, you finish your thought. I was going to read some. No, stuff. I was just going to say like, you know, so if, exactly. So if they can keep everybody convinced through the television that everybody believes something different than what they believe, like the person watching. So, you know, I believe that jabs and things like that are not so great. And I'm a little worried about them and I don't think they should be mandatory and I don't like what's happening. And I think there's tyranny taking place and I think authorities overstepping and I think blah, 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 blah. But if the TV can convince me that I'm the only one that thinks that, <laughs> or that, or that there might be a handful of people that think that, but they're the fucking weirdos, dude, you don't yeah. want to associate with them. You know, <laughs> like, like if they, <laughs> Crazy <conspiracy laughs> right. Then, then it's like, you know, we have, and we've talked about this before, but it's like, yeah, you have, you know, you have people walking around all believing that no one else believes what they believe, mm -hmm. even though they all believe something similar. But since nobody will step up and just fucking do, do or say something about it, <laughs> right, then yeah. you're kind of, you get stuck. And so that's why, yeah, that's why people who are putting out that energy of freedom of sovereignty, et cetera, right now, um, you know, you might be that spark for someone else that allows them to find that strength in themselves. It's almost like the martyr idea without the death, um, you know, it, of, of sort of, um, you, you know, we never know what the design is, right? There's, there's a design here and we, and we don't, we don't have access to that. And so, you know, there could be a design where one person's job in that moment, in that, moment in their destiny and in, in the timeline you know where their job is to sort of show somebody else that they can do x or y or z and that's the design like that was you know that's the design of the interaction and so um yeah you just want to you know definitely time to step up to the plate yeah and i think i and i've said this before but i think that's one of the big reasons for um why the masks were so important to them is a it's a constant reminder of something going on and if you if you if you're the only person who's not wearing one, then you think you're alone on an island when you don't necessarily know why everyone else is wearing it. Someone you know might hate it and not and not want to wear it and and think similar similar to you, but you know for whatever reason they're wearing it. Maybe they're not confrontational. Maybe their job will fire them. Maybe. You know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why they could just be going along to get along. And you don't necessarily know that. And they might be on your side and they might be, you know, resistant or hesitant. But, you know, I, I think that's one of the uh, one of the biggest reasons, if not the most reason, uh, even if not the biggest reason for the continued push for the masks. So uh, MD Marcus Nice to see you. He says, "Morning, boys." Morning, is that, is that is that is that our Marcus? I think that is our Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Marcus, if if that's you, let Marcus us know. P, Marcus P from Cushing Academy. I think so, but yeah, let let's see if he says <laughs> something to make sure. He's like, uh, no you morons. <laughs> Gretchen, uh, sorry, Terry says uh, Gretchen Whitmer visited several large companies in Michigan just before the rollout, and now they have stated they will enforce the mandate not a coincidence yeah you know I, I, not at all i think um they all knew it again marcus says yes sir so good to see you marcus. hey marcus shout out to you brother hope you're doing great yeah um mary sand says i appreciate you having the conversation thank you 
It's encouraging when many people are losing their minds. This is sanity in the midst of his insanity. People um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, that's what we're here to do. You know, Jesse and I, um, you know, when we were talking about like starting something like this, it was like, you know, what we thought, like, what's the biggest need for in this time right now? And we thought, um, basically creating a community, creating a way for people to interact, get to know each other, and then hopefully, you know, grow into something that actually forms relationships that, that, that gets off of the internet and into real life. And I've seen that done in other communities. Uh, we're trying to do it here, you know, please like and share and subscribe and all that stuff. And, and especially share it with people who might need to see it because you know we're coming to this as a you know in the spirit of service you know we want to build this community and you know that's pretty much our only agenda here um and also bring positivity and a way to sort of you know we've gone through that awakening period where you know things didn't look so good and and um you know we had reactions to it that may not have been so positive you know we probably pissed off a few people in our lives but we've come out of that into a place of okay so now what now what do we build how do we live our lives in a way that we can be have live free and inspired lives despite everything going on and you know we're doing that we're we're you know we have families we have businesses we're growing we're doing a bunch of things that are fun and exciting and, and positive for the world. And I'm hoping that we can share it with people and hopefully inspire and bring some sanity and levity to, to people's lives. And so that's what we're here to do. So yes, Marcus. Um, yeah. And it, you know, it, it, it is a full court press, right? Like, like it is important it is important to be around people and interact with people who are not under mind control right? Like, or, or not, not as fully under mind control. Cause it is a full core press, right? So you're, you know, you've got all day, every day, you're living in a world that is doing everything it can, can to convince you that a inverted upside down evil, uh, you know, sort of um, paradigm is the correct and right one for everything, every aspect of your life. And so, yeah, we need that sanity, right? We need, we need that community of people who are like, no, no, it's okay. Like, you know, even though you heard 50 times today, this one thing, we, we all know that it's bullshit and it's not correct and it's okay because it is, it is easy to, it is easy to feel pretty overwhelmed if the majority of your points of contact or sort of your points of information or your reference points, if you will, are, you know, from the TV or from the media that has a very, you know, a very um, uh, specific agenda. So, so yeah, um, you know, part of the reason I was interested in doing this show was therapy, you know, it was just like having, the, you know, it was just having the ability to express myself and talk about these things that are important to me as we go through this. And, and, um, you know, to just sort of have that, have that community of people who, you know, I mean, the community I live in is like that anyway, but it's just, it's, you know, it's nice to be able to support each other and have that, have that sanity, uh, if you will, in, in, in this time. 
Yeah, and I, I have a little community around me too. I mean, everyone who works in my company, we all get it. Everyone gets it. And a lot of them are watching this uh, right now. Jeez. Um, sorry, can you talk for a second? I got to take this. Yeah, I can. Um, so yeah, anyhow, um, let's see. Let's roll through the, uh, since I don't really have anything to say, let's roll through all the stuff. Let's, let's guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, let's get over to brand new tube. That's where we're going to be uh, eventually live streaming from, but we're going to be putting all our stuff on brand new tube, on BitChute, on some of the other alt platforms. You have the two strikes on YouTube. Um, so eventually we will be probably off that platform entirely. Uh, censorship is fun. Um, so yeah, again, thanks for joining us. Th thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Mark, it's great to uh, connect with you. Hope you're doing awesome. And, uh, yeah, so let's see, man, I always feel weird talking by myself. <laughs> um, so, um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say. Asher, save me. Yeah, I got, I got something. Um, humans are social creatures and, you know, and so it, it really is important to, you know, connect with people. And, and that's what I think a lot of people are getting discouraged by, you know, a lot of their former relationships, friends, family members are essentially kicking them out. And, you know, and that's a tough thing for a lot of people. Um, you know, I, we're coming to this from a different place. You know, we've, th this was, you know, 10, 11 years ago for us. So we've, gone through all that, all those steps of, you know, I guess, letting bad relationships fall by the wayside, you know, letting, letting things go, letting go of things, uh, building a life outside of that system. So we've, you know, for, for me anyways, it's, it's, I've already taken that, I've already gone through that process. And so I, I recognize that for a lot of people who, who are actively going through this process right now, like, you know, I get it. It's tough. And so that's, that's really the importance of forming relationships with like-minded people outside of the existing relationships that are getting worse, falling away. Um, you know, because it's not, it's not getting better. Like this is not a, a thing that's going to, you know, you know, we went from two weeks to flatten the curve to, you know, you need two jabs to, to keep your job so you can feed your family. Like that's a significant escalation in, in what's going on and it's not going to stop. Like we've said on a previous episode, the, the way that they're going to roll out the new tests, they're going to be testing for a hundred different things. What do you think they're going to quote unquote find when they're testing for a hundred things? You know, it's the same thing when they're testing with one thing, they, they dial up the amplification cycles on the PCR test and they find a bunch of false positives. And if they're testing for a hundred things, they can manipulate that just as easily. And now they're going to be testing for more things. So this is like, this is going to get ratcheted up starting in January. And well, not starting. I mean, it's going to progress significantly more starting in January. So, you know, it's time to, it's time to form relationships outside of that. So. It's going to be an interesting, interesting fall winter for sure. Yeah, very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good place to call it a day for us. Um, but yeah, echo what you said. Please like, share, and subscribe. I'm going to put the brand new tube 
uh, channel in the chat. So please subscribe over there. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff over there. So everyone watching, uh, please subscribe over to brand YouTube. Also join our Telegram chat. We're going to leave, leave links in the description below. Uh, we're going to get more active in there and, and um, you know, it's a good way to get to know us, get to know the community and, and, and share stories, suggest topics, ask questions, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, anything to add before we go? No, that's it. Enjoyed it. Thanks for, again, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. And good to see you, Marcus. Talk to everyone later.